Have you ever had a soft banana? I don't like bananas. Oh, you don't, do you? No. That's not what the street said. <laughs> was that was that some type of was that some type of joke? Bye, yo. <laughs> everybody and welcome back to this week's episode of Pretty Real Pretty Raw. I am one of your hosts Deanna and I am the other host Dee. Yay! And we are so glad to have you back for week eight coming at you being responsible getting these episodes together because you guys want to hear us allegedly. I mean I guess. Um, so B, how was your week? Oh, it's been good so far. It's been great. Work is going good. I've been working out, eating healthy, you know, trying to get the summer body in order. How about yourself? Um, my week has been trash, but I am I'm happy for you. <laughs> Sheesh. <clears throat> I don't know. It's just been like a, a dry week, like really, really dry. And then the weather was cold yesterday. I wasn't feeling that at all. I don't know what's going on Girl, with me. Girl, I feel like it's BG and E trying to do a little conspiracy thing. They're like, no, her bill is too low. Let's make her turn on her heat, you know, so we can increase this. It might be a scam because BG and E is like some of the original scammers from Baltimore. Like, they're Absolutely. hardcore. Mm. Absolutely, but no, it's just global warming, um, unfortunately, because I feel like it never got this cold in May before. No, this was new. Nice sixty, seventy, you know, but we're freezing here in Baltimore. It was forty-two whole degrees, like halfway. Forty-two degrees in the middle of May, almost June. The year is almost half over, and it is forty-two degrees. Like what? Yeah, this kind of makes me a little bit worried about summer and how that's going to be. Is it going to be super hot or is it not going to get hot at all, which I'm fine with. Right. I just don't want it to do a complete 180 and it's like a million degrees outside. I I don't even, I don't even know what to be prepared for. And on top of that, let alone not knowing what to be able to be prepared for, my closet has already been switched over. So this has to stop because I'm not pulling sweaters back out. Because the temperature decides, oh, I'm going to be petty today. Let's be real petty. Let's be a smooth 32. Let, let's see how she feels about 32. I can't, like... Let's snow on these niggas real quick. <laughs> just just a little sprinkle of snow. Like, my sandals are out. My toes are painted. I was ready. Ugh. I don't know. Okay, so I don't think this week we have any, like good news i mean not that we don't have any good news but i feel like we need to figure out a way to factor in some some celebratory news like people doing decent shit out here we don't have any of that this week so it won't be this week um we're going to hop directly into news you can't use is that what we were calling it news you can't use yes news that you can't use because it's news but at the same time it's kind of like who cares But then, you know, maybe one person cares. Maybe. You never know. I mean, 
it could be a thing. Oh, wait, are you watching the NBA playoffs? That's what it's called, right? The playoffs. Yes. I am not because I am recording this podcast. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't mean like tonight. I mean, in general. <laughs> yes. I mean, I honestly, I haven't watched a complete game. I've seen clips here and there. Um, I did see Mr. Leonard, you know, hit that shot. <clears throat> so who are you that rooting for? You said who am I rooting for? Um, you know, rooting for myself. Um, oh my yeah, no, I don't I have like I can't I'm deal not with you. Really, I'm honestly, I haven't been invested in basketball this year. Basketball is one of my favorite sports, but I'm not invested. Oh, um, basketball right now. was my favorite sport. I like to dribble up and down the court. Bow wow, no, okay, sorry. Nope. Okay, you can talk, B. You don't have to leave me out here hanging high and dry. You left yourself out there mm-hmm. hanging high and dry. But since we're on the topic of basketball, let's talk about a former basketball player, Dennis Rodman, and what he's up to these days. So Scamming? Um, he's, ooh, <laughs> scamming. You know, I was just going to say he's been robbing, robbing people. Ooh, he Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So he went into a store recently um, along with two other people. Now, of course, you see Dennis Rodman, they're going to be like, oh, you know, Dennis Rodman, let me get a selfie, let me get an autograph. And basically, you know, Dennis Rodman used his personality to distract these, uh, these business owners from their possessions. Meanwhile, the two people that he walked in with, I guess his accomplices or whatever, um, they were stealing somebody. One of them stole a $2,500 crystal. What? And the other girl, yes. You know those crystals that you can get from, like, Marshalls? Oh, my gosh. And how they're, like, and you're wondering, why am I paying $20 for a stone? This one was humongous. So I get why it would be $2,500. But why would that um, be on your list of shit to steal? Like, you cannot be inconspicuous at all with a big old rock. Oh, let me just put this under my shirt. What? Girl. Drugs. <laughs> Drugs. <laughs> the other person made out with about $500 worth of clothing. So just very random items to steal. Maybe they were going to sell the crystal to somebody or put it on display. I don't know. Personally, drugs. That's what I'm. That's what I'm gathering. You know, this is real, real, real drug activity. Like because there's no rhyme or reason to the crime. Like commit. I have been saying this for ages. Like I do not. I do not endorse people going out here and committing crimes. But if you commit a crime, don't be dumb. Like don't you're you're stealing a, a a brick, a brick. And then and not that type of bricks. Not not the right type of bricks. The wrong type of bricks. But you going to jail either way. Like I don't understand. Ugh. Like if you're gonna steal, make it a worthy steal. Stick with diamonds. Steal some money. Steal somebody's then, EBT card and go get you some grocery. Like think about think think it all the way through. Okay, make it make Cardi. sense. I what was she stealing? Okay, Cardi. Is she stealing EBT cards? Probably. I mean, it sounds up her alley. I wouldn't be mad at her. I had a a EBT card. Listen! Listen! (laughs) Put that right on the card. card? Now, see, hold on. You gotta, you gotta, because there were some rules. I had one once upon a time, you know, when I was a stay-at-home girlfriend. 
judge your mother, y'all listening, because I feel like y'all just put question marks right over top of y'all heads. Stay home, girlfriend. What? Um, <laughs> but there, there was a special code. Like they had to code the seafood a certain way because you couldn't use it for like steamed shrimp and stuff like that. But you know, you get in good with the right person to work at the seafood counter and they'll code your shrimp the right way so you can go ahead and swipe that card and get your shrimp and your crab legs and all that and you you be you be Gucci. Um they'll code it under like a bakery item. Code it under like a bakery item, uncooked seafood. Cause it, it, it was something about the fact that the the seafood was steamed. Like, it, it then became off-limits in the world of EBT. Like, oh, no, you, you can have shrimp, but your shrimp can't be steamed, or you can't have this many pounds. There were loopholes. There were definitely loopholes. <clears throat> oh, okay, yeah, I never knew that. I didn't know that there was, like, limitations on it. I thought, since this was your money to be used on food, that, you know, you could use it as you saw fit. You would think. Nah, the government ain't, they ain't for you that shit. Think. They ain't having you eating lavishly when you're supposed to be broke. I actually was broke at the time. Y'all don't, I'm for real, don't judge me. I was broke. I did not have a job. Life was hard. That's, I mean, and that's the scam of college, but we can talk about that a different day. You go to school, supposed to get a degree, get out of college and can't get a damn job with it. Who's next on the list? Lil Wayne and him pulling out of his performance at Roving Loud. So, can you imagine paying for a whole music festival? You only want to see one person. I can't imagine. I can't imagine paying for a whole music festival to see Lil Wayne. But, you know, people have different priorities in life, so, okay. Yes, so he pulled out of his performance at the Rolling Loud Music Festival this past weekend because they want to be with security search on him, just as they've done for all the other artists. <laughs> now, why would they want to do a security search uh, specifically for Lil Wayne? Drugs. Drugs. <laughs> they don't want that affiliated with their music festival. Which you know, is because- ridiculous because Rolling Loud. Like, mm-hmm. The name itself. But you know what? The whole Rolling Loud, I guess that would be accepted compared to, you know, Percocet. Molly Percocet. Hey, hey, hey. In lean. <laughs> Double cup, boys. <laughs> so, yes, Lil Wayne was like, nope, not being searched or whatever. And unfortunately, he couldn't perform. But, you know money out of Lil Wayne's pockets, but I'm sure he could care less about that check. So that was going to be my question. So I don't, I mean, granted, you know, you have any good business person, y'all pull out your pens and pads and take notes. Y'all should have an upfront fee and a final fee. Like there should be a total cost that you are charging to do whatever business that you need to do, but there should be an upfront non-refundable fee. That's how you, you, you secure the bag. That is actually securing the bag. So I wonder how much money he really lost out on. Like, I wonder if there was a clause in like his contract because people should do that for people like Lauren Hill or whatever, because Lauren Hill may or may not show up. So the clause in her contract should be, girl, if you don't show up, you're not getting your coin. But I've never really heard about Wayne not doing a concert that he was supposed to do. I also don't, I mean, I, mm, I used to love Wayne, fireman, f- 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 but not so much anymore. So I don't, <clears throat> I don't know if he's like a regular that doesn't do or show up to his concerts, but I wonder if he actually missed out on that check or if he had already gotten paid and that's why he really didn't care. Like, oh, now I'm gonna go. Bye. Yeah, I don't 
think he's the one to just randomly pull out of shows. I've never heard of that from him before. Um, I think this was a very unique case and a unique circumstance regarding that. I feel like that just, that's like when people are in court and they plead the fifth. If you plead the fifth, you're automatically telling me you know exactly what I'm asking you. So if you come and you don't want to get searched, I feel like you either got drugs or guns on you. Like you're giving yourself up. You're literally saying, you know, I'm guilty. But Absolutely, or either that or he was trying hard to prove like, oh, you know, artists shouldn't have to be searched or whatever in order to, prefer, to, to perform. As so many, that's a possibility as well. As many artists who have gotten hemmed up at the damn airport with guns in their bags. <laughs> Y'all niggas need to be searched. <laughs> Y'all, well, I didn't say that. You did. Oh, man. Um, I would like to take a brief, uh, a brief pause in this little trip that we're on to, to ask B, because this is not on our list. She doesn't know this is coming. Um, but have you seen Dickie Simmons? Who? Dickie Simmons? Dickie um, Simmons. Is that the older? Not the older nope, one. Nope, definitely like, not. It's the, the middle. one? Yes, it's the middle one. Oh, he's so fine. Slide on I over to his Instagram child. page. He's not a child anymore. He's a, a ripe old age of 25, 24. So go to his Instagram. Okay. I'll wait. Are we going to continue our trip while I'm looking? Listen, the last time... Wait, were, was this in real oh, life? Oh, my God. <laughs> I couldn't remember if it was like in real life or on the podcast when was it last episode when we were talking about Drake in his beard? <laughs> Why are you doing? Oh, I just because I, I don't follow him. I you know I don't follow children. Um, wow. But yeah. Mm, mm. Let's talk about somebody who doesn't look this good. That's the opposite <laughs> of what Diggy Simmons looks like. I, okay. Can, wait, no, we're not done with Diggy. <laughs> Don't you do this. We're not? We're not. I enjoy. However, I feel like he's a little saucy. I don't trust that mustache. Now moving on. Uh, look at that okay. mustache. I can't trust it. Something about it says don't trust me. Okay, okay. I just, and now I'm scrolling, and I didn't ask for this because I was paying attention to what we were doing. The fact that he dresses like he's fucking JJ from the good times, though, I can't. And is that chest hair in this other picture? He has, he has hair on his chest. Does he? Oh, he does. I don't see any. Which picture are you looking scroll. at? He has a scroll. He has on my oh. button up. That um that oxblood button up? Yes, that uncle at the cookout button up. Bruh. JJ from oh. Good Times. Oh, so he must wax. He's actually very hairy. They're fine hairs though. Yeah. <clears throat> nope. So back to uh, detour over. Um <laughs> <clears throat> Are you, are you gonna are you gonna keep going down your list, or you want me to take over? You can take over, girl, while I scroll. Okay. Wow. 
DM and take the wheel. <laughs> so now that we're back on course, I, I feel like I just left B at the like 7-Eleven or whatever. I'll come back and get her later. Um, more news that you probably won't ever use. Um, Kodak Black, apparently, first of all, I didn't even know he was arrested. Um, apparently he was arrested on some drug charges, maybe guns, drugs, racketeering. That's what y'all hood folks do, right? Sexual assault. Sexual assault. Wait, is that really on the list? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, I didn't look all the way into this. Um, so he was arrested about a month ago, not about a week ago, entire month. Um, but he has been released on $550,000, a $550,000 bond and will be put on house arrest. I want to know. See, maybe I'm in denial because I don't, I don't know a lot about these little hip-hop cartoon puppies that are out now. All rappers look exactly alike and all look like they need a, a smooth shower that lasts three days at least. Um, Start them up with a bath. They have to soak. <laughs> they have to soak. Epsom salts, all that. You need all the things. I will also need an exorcist after you get out of said bath. Just to double check. Um... But no, does he have this kind of money? Who like who got him out? Is it one of the R. Kelly situations where it's like uh, a really strange fan decided to front the money? Because I, my heart doesn't so believe that he has I the money. I personally don't know how artists make their money nowadays because all of the music is being streamed, and I feel like you can't really make that much money off of streaming. Um, you have to be performing in concerts or merchandise or something like, or, hey, maybe drugs. <laughs> well, I don't know. It all leads back to the drugs. It always leads, maybe that's the title of this show, it all leads back to the drugs. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. But yeah, so he was arrested. Now he's out on bond. House arrest. Very good. So he can sit his ass in the house forever. Maybe um, take a bath. Maybe. <laughs> you have no faith in his hygiene skills, which is fine. Um, let's see. What else? So, in today's white news, if any of you follow James Charles... He is the very, very popular. I mean, this man was at the Met Gala popular. Like, he showed up. People took pictures of him. He's a thing. Um, super famous YouTuber in the beauty space. Very, 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 very pretty young man. I mean, scale of 1 to 10, 35. He looks better than me. I, I, can't, I can't hate on the man. Um, or the fact that he's like super famous and super rich. These YouTube kids nowadays, they are like out here living their best lives. Um, apparently, while out here living his best life at some festival, was he at uh, Witchamadoodle over there on the West Coast? He was at Coachella for both weekends. Oh, both. <laughs> both. <laughs> a lifestyle. Um, so apparently, I don't know this other person, B knows a little bit more about the other person than I do. He was out here, did he have some sort of security issue? What is with people in security nowadays? Um, he did, he did have a security issue at Coachella, um, 
the person that called him out. So basically, the whole thing with James Charles, he started off with maybe 15, 16 million YouTube subscribers. That number has decreased drastically within the past couple of days. And what I mean drastically, like he's bought maybe three to four million YouTube subscribers overnight. Bruh. His mentor, Tati Westbrook, called him out on everything that's been occurring with him, from him trying to uh, turn straight guys gay or, like, trying to date straight guys or whatever. Oh. From that, yeah, from that to, um, what else, something with a whole vitamin line. Like, she had a vitamin line and asked him to promote it. He was like, nah, girl, I'm good. And then he turned around and did, like, a whole other vitamin line. Mind you, his all of his subscribers, or majority of his subscribers, are children. So, you know, you don't want to really be promoting anything like that where young kids would, like, purchase to buy without consulting their parents or a doctor or anything of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's, it's just a bunch of information coming out about him and the sister shade. I feel like low key this has been happening more so in the the white YouTube community <clears throat> than the black YouTube community. All of this like backhanded I like it's literally first of all I used to be a YouTuber um way back in the back back days, the YouTube glory days where people actually like were friends um and like did stuff together and it's turned into even then it had hints of feeling very high school like but like this whole YouTube world now just feels completely like high school like oh you talked about me oh you wore my bag oh, I wore that outfit first oh, are we not friends anymore like literally that's how it feels like are these honestly in in reality real life problems like Ugh, that every means- time I see YouTube drama or YouTube, you know, shade, I'm like, y'all know y'all don't have to be friends, right? Just like Housewives of Atlanta, y'all are always having problems. You know that you don't have to be friends. You like, right? You really don't. I think the only YouTube shade that I really like dug a little bit more into was when the 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 white folks out in California were paying for their kids to get into college, and one of the girls was a YouTuber. And I think there was one YouTube beef last year where somebody called somebody else out for being racist or something like that. But other than this, it's literally like you literally you took your time to make a video bashing someone else when literally almost 100 percent of people would not have known about this shit going down in the first place. Like Right, but, you know, I guess she felt the need to do so because they've created so much content together. You can't just, you know, stop making videos with that person. People are going to wonder. But you can. I had a whole... You can. A whole boyfriend. when Back in my YouTube days, I had a whole boyfriend that used to be in my videos. We broke up. He stopped being in my videos. Like, there has to be some... And I have this issue, I feel like, with the YouTube world, the Instagram world, and everything like that. Because we're influencers, people feel like they are, um, they have like, yes, definitely. That's the word, entitled. They are entitled to an explanation 
or they're entitled to their opinion. You're entitled to your opinion, but you don't have to bring it to me. Like that can be your opinion in your head. I didn't ask for it. Like an influencer does not have to share every single piece of their life with you just because they're an influencer. It's it's what we choose to share with you. While I do think the influencer should be like honest and open and, you know, not lying about products that they use or what have you to get a check. Most do, but that's shade for another day. <clears throat> I don't necessarily think that people are entitled to 100% access to our lives. But in this case, like, and maybe... Maybe I have a little bit of a skewed view because I'm too old. Like, I, I've aged out of their fan base. I probably would have never realized if this dude talked about another vitamin line. I wouldn't have cared. Like, okay, they they got you some security. Cool, you shouted them out. Now, if it was deeper than that and he was out here doing ads, that's like, if you had a contractual obligation with him, take that up in court. Like, if you're for real losing money off of this, take that up in court. You you for real made, granted, you probably make more money off of the YouTube video. Her video has 44 million views on it. 44 million. <clears throat> Her average views on YouTube are 1 million. The amount of money that she made off of that video is astronomical. I'm watching them be friends like next week. Bruh, that's that's a real tea. The real tea I is I don't think I highly I highly doubt I highly doubt it because I did watch that video and she just seemed really over it. Um but I highly doubt that they're gonna be friends again. Um what else was I gonna say? Also I feel like people make these type of videos or they reveal so much about themselves is because if you have a following base, people take the time out of their day to make their own video where it's like, oh, you know, what happened between James Charles and Tati Westbrook? And now we have all of this misinformation instead of it coming from the horse's mouth. Okay. I feel you on that part. You do want to make sure, like, you do want to have some, some brand integrity or credibility. You do want to get the truth out. I guess. Next. Did you next? <laughs> oh, 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 that's what's next. <laughs> what y'all don't know is that prior to us recording these shows, we we write down like a list of topics because if we didn't, we'd really get off track. And I just glance down at what the next topic is and <laughs> How do you feel about your childhood? You know, I will hold my childhood in my heart. The episodes of Arthur that I've watched, I'll hold them near and dear to my heart. Nothing can damage them. Nothing can change my opinion on DW and Arthur and Muffy. Oh, I loved Muffy. Muffy. That was like me in character form, kind of. I could see that being a thing. Who else? Francine, Mm -hmm. Frensky, Buster, Baxter... What was Muffy's last name? Girl, I don't know. Hmm. So, <clears throat> Mr. Ratburn is gay. We already knew that. I just, I'm trying to figure out why, one, people are in a, in a, in a tizzy. I won't even say in a uprage or outrage. Um, they have their panties in a bunch and they are in a tizzy because they feel as though 
this this gay agenda is being pushed and they don't want um they don't want their children to be exposed to this they don't understand why cartoons have to basically show gay people getting married and have it out there in the open my opinion is bruh bruh kids gonna know kids are gonna kid kids are going to know if you people seriously think that your child is out here especially at the age of watching arthur i didn't start watching arthur until probably like late elementary school early middle school maybe i was late to the game but i feel like fourth fifth sixth and seventh grade were my prime arthur watching years um and even back then i always thought something was off with mr ratburn I didn't have the words for it. I now know that the words were gay. He had an affinity for musicals and he was always a little saucy. Um, he, he, I also think he didn't like them damn kids. Them kids pissed him off. Um, I know what that's every teacher though. Facts. Teachers don't really be liking their jobs. But like kids, honestly, there are plenty of kids with two moms, plenty of kids with two dads, Plenty of kids who have gay brothers, sisters, uncles, you know, children are around gay people. It happens. They exist. And even if your child may not have been, one of their friends probably has, and it has probably come up before. I don't think that in this day and age, like with the amount of access that children have to technology, that they are really out here being that, that dumb. Not even dumb, ignorant. Kids be knowing. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I had to, I had to tell myself this earlier. I was thinking, you know, what's the uproar with Mr. Ratburn having this, um, this wedding, him getting married to another man, because if he was to get married to another woman, there would be no, you know, backlash. Exactly. If he was marrying another little rat, first of all, did he not even marry a rat? Because that dude looked like... He's marrying the aardvark. See, that's what y'all really need to be worried about. You need to be worried about these species mixing. A rat and an aardvark. What? That don't make no sense. Um, (laughs) but no, like you said, I, I just, I think if it was, if it was, uh, uh, Mr. Ratburn marrying a Mrs. Ratburn, nobody would say anything. Nobody would care. Oh my God, look, the rats are getting married. I don't know. People are funny nowadays. That's all I'm going to say. People are very funny. Absolutely. Uh, let's talk about who's not getting married. (laughs) That was so petty. I'm 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 gonna quit this podcast. You know what? That was petty. Uh, That was petty. And I used to love, 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 love. When I say love, Keisha Cole. Love. Never knew Uh, what I. What? No. Sorry. My first tattoo said "Have faith." And I got that not because of Keisha Cole, but... I thought I was about to say, all right, Tatiana. <laughs> <laughs> she has that tattoo behind her ear, and I got it but very painful on my foot, but whatever. Yeah, so she's having a baby. Uh, With a 21-year-old rapper. 23. Girl, no. <laughs> what? Damn. <laughs> Let me check my facts. aspiring, aspiring rapper. Right, because ain't nobody ever heard of this nigga. <laughs> 
He works at your local Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Mm, he bags your groceries. Oh. And oh, you know what? We don't want to offend anybody. There's nothing wrong with working at the Chick-fil-A or bagging groceries. Girl, no, definitely not. Chick-fil-A got the, the fucking nicest people, the most kind and considerate. Like, they do some good Have hiring. Have a blessed day. Hmm? Have, a, have a blessed day. Have a blessed day. How may I serve you today? <laughs> yes, how may you? <laughs> So she is pregnant while she's baking her little, her child, um, Kim Kardashian West Durgan. Wait, no, go back to Keisha. You are We're like, you are literally ignoring the fact that Keisha Cole is like a smooth 37. I was gonna, I, um, since I was shady beforehand i didn't want to continue with that i'm trying to be good let me uh, i'm double checking my facts because how did it happen drugs no i don't want to know how it happened (laughs) drugs i don't want to know how it happened (laughs) the answer to everything in this episode bruh oh drugs but you are busting it wide open for somebody 16 years younger than you. Wait. Nothing wrong with that. Wait. That's awful. I'm but so confused. But now you're pregnant? pregnant with them? Wait, I'm so confused. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. I'm, because now I'm scouring the internet for real answers. So, July 6th of 2018, Keisha Cole reveals she's pregnant with second child. So, did she not have that child? Wait. July? Of last year. I was about to say what year. Did she not? Hold up. Oh. Is this old news? No. This is new. Wait. Cole hasn't announced. How long is she going to be pregnant? (laughs) Wait. Wait. Oh, no. Wait. Is No. Is this old news? Shit. This is why we got to check our facts. No, it's not. It's not. Okay, wait a second. So look, 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 look. Hold up, hold up, hold up. So this says Cole hasn't announced who the father of the child is yet, but currently in a relationship with a 22-year-old rapper named Nico Kale. Kale? Like the vegetable? Um, Listen, so this was last year. So he is 23. Let's update that. He is 23. Um, The rapper recently posted photos of himself and Cole and her son celebrating 4th of July. What do you mean his page ain't available? This is the bullshit. So, was her pregnancy last year fake? I'm so confused. Where is he staying 2018? Girl, it was on AtlantaBlackStar.com. Do you hear that website? What? Do you hear the website that he just referenced? Shut up. AtlantaBlackStar.com. <laughs> Okay, let me move on to Essence. Okay, so now I'm on Essence's page. Listen, give me my space here. I'm just saying that allegedly, I hate you. I actually hate you. Okay, so she is visibly pregnant now. She has 5.6 million followers for why? Oh, do you know this man has the blue check mark next to his name? He's somebody. He's somebody. Is he though? Is that what a blue check mark means? Hmm. Oh, it's just 
and then I, um, I he did wish her happy a happy Mother's Day. That's so sweet. What is his Instagram? See, I should have did this I just, all. I just sent it to you. <laughs> Look at you, you smart. Oh, his name is Nico. Nico Kale. Like the, you know what? It's not even important. Or is it Nico Kali? It doesn't um, matter. It doesn't matter. Congratulations to Keisha. Keisha, I was about to call her Keisha K.O.R., but that's the name. Yo, he really looks like he's 18. He's a baby. He's a child. He's younger than Diggy. He's younger than Diggy. Mm. What's next on the list? <clears throat> Kim Kardashian West. Her surrogate gave birth to her baby boy. Okay, so where'd you find that information? Blackstar.com? Where, where, where are your sources, huh? No, because I, I am actually related to the Kardashians. And Girl, the I will end this podcast so in, right now. I'm in the group chat. I will pull them. this car over. I'm in the group, <laughs> in the group chat with them. And like, oh my gosh. Kim surrogate just went into labor. They have to get to the hospital. Oh my god! And I'm like, I'm sorry, girls. I'm in Baltimore at the moment. I don't even understand how there? we're friends. I really am confused. <laughs> so yes, that's how we know. Um, but honestly, no. Um, Chris Jenner and Courtney—they were on the Ellen show, and it was a surprise for Chris. Because, like, while they were recording the Ellen show, that's when the surrogate was in labor. And Chris was ready to stand up and be like, no, we can't. We can't record. We got to go. They're, they're at the hospital. Da, 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 da. But, of course, that didn't happen because that's just their interview with Ellen. So, that's congrats to Kim and Kanye. Well, that's child number 37 for them. What? Mm, baby number four. And who knows if there's going to be more? Why do they have so many children? Like they always wanted to have like a large family, but they are like okay, and you know, no mommy shame, no mommy judging. Kim is probably an amazing mother. I am just confused as to why people that famous and that busy have that many children. Like. No, 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 no. Ha, 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 ha. Yes, but there's a caveat there. Chris was not famous. She was a regular degular until Kim came along busting it wide open on camera. So she could have been a nice little stay-at-home mom. She had plenty of time to, you know, deal with all her kids. But Kim and Kanye, Kim and Kanye, that's a lot of children. I mean, they can fully fund it. It's just, how do you, I have one and I'm just confused as to how people find the time. Uh, Well, not my problem, but you know what is a problem? Oh, here we go. Do you know what is a problem? I really, I don't feel like doing this. Girl, we have to, we have to discuss it. The government is a problem, especially (sighs) senators and the governor in Alabama, they are a problem. Mm-hmm. So today they decided that they were going to do their little votes, their little tallies to ban abortion in Alabama. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how far along you are, or I think the kind of was six weeks, you know, anything after six weeks, you cannot get an abortion. If you do, 
It's considered murder. Any doctor that performs it will go to jail. For so 99 years. So, so here's the thing. Let's, let's get into the specifics of this because this is what really grinds my gears. So, one, as being, being a woman who has had a child and did not know she was pregnant with said child until after six weeks, it is almost impossible, impossible <clears throat> to catch that reference. Um, to Cinderella. Know- Hey, <laughs> to know Impossible. the <laughs> for a plain yellow pumpkin to become a golden carriage. No? Okay. So, yo. I don't know the rest of the lyrics to that song, but yes, it is impossible to know oh. that you are pregnant at six weeks unless, unless that morning sickness just like kicks in. Or unless you were planning to get pregnant and trying to get pregnant. Therefore, you're tracking your ovulation and tracking your period. And in that case, you probably wouldn't want an abortion. So this rule does not apply to you. The problem, however, for people who are not planning pregnancies or who may have been, and this is this is the gotcha gotcha. The real issue here is that the law in Alabama is stricter than the law in the other maybe six states who have passed an abortion ban law because Alabama is not first. Alabama is the worst. Alabama, one, you can't get an abortion after six weeks, which is most women would not know until then. If the doctor does an abortion for you, they can face up to 99 years jail time for doing said abortion. Your abortion is definitely, definitely illegal, even if you were raped or that the child is a product of incest, which you probably were, again, raped. So this law was brought into play by a a host of old white men who basically have no consequences of making the decision that they're making for women. Like, y'all are going to be dust in, like, three and a half days at this point. You, like, you don't care. And one of the comments that was made during the rulings or hearings or whatever you call it said, when, <clears throat> when God places, because Southern, when God places that miracle of life into a woman's womb, it is not our place as humans to extinguish it. Bruh. That's a really good accent. Thank you, girl. <laughs> that was really good. Thank you. <laughs> I have a few talents. Um, but yeah, 25 no. white men, not even white, I'm sorry, 25 old as hell men, <laughs> along with the governor, who's actually a female. How you voting against your own rights, sis? And granted, I mean, I, I clearly am pro-choice. Um, I have actually had an abortion before. Um, I completely allow anyone to have whatever opinion they want to have on the matter but at the end of the day it should be the person who is considering the abortion's choice as to whether they want to have it or not you can want to protect lives all you want go forward and go on and rep for that and you know try to talk people out of it or you know do whatever it is that you need to do to feel right within yourself but at the end of the day it is a woman's body it is a woman's choice and when you are taking like the 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 depth of how dangerous this can get for women is ridiculous like back alley abortions really used to be a thing women were like going into unsafe 
unclean places to get abortions with wire hangers and dying. Women were throwing themselves downstairs to get rid of babies that they did not want and dying. Women were drinking Drano and dying. Like, you are so quick to want to protect a life that is not even here yet and you are risking women's lives because of it. Like this is if they want to be, if they want to ban abortions, honestly, they need to be pro free childcare, pro free nannies, pro free food. Exactly, single moms or mothers in general will need to raise these kids that they didn't want in the first place. You know, and that is like that. That's the that's the big point there. Aside from anything else. Once this child is here, who is going to help this mother that may be now alone because the man who helped her create this child doesn't want it. And he has, you're not, you're not putting in place any laws to really give him any responsibility. You're telling this woman she has to keep the child. And what if this man is nowhere to be found? Who is paying for the daycare that costs $485 a week in Maryland? Who? Who's paying for it? Who is helping her stay up at two, three, four o'clock in the morning when this child is crying because it wants to be fed, but she has to be up in an hour to go to work to just be able to pay for said daycare? Who's paying? What low cost? What low cost and good insurance is being offered at a low, a low premium or a low rate in case this person has a postpartum depression or any type of medical expenses that she's going to need covered because she's being forced to have this baby? Right. Who's taking care of that? Or There's so many factors. Who's going to take care of this child when she has the child and then puts it up for adoption? Because we already have an issue with, you know, children being adopted. People will go to Africa. People will go to India. People will go to China and adopt children from there before they will adopt children in the United States. But you are trying to force women to have children that they don't want, which will then turn into a child that winds up in the foster system. And then will turn into possibly a child that is a, a, a issue, like I d- yeah, I really feel like the government and the system sometimes, or not even sometimes, but a majority of the time, just fails a majority of the human population and the human race. You're forcing women to have kids that they possibly are not able to take care of, which means kids will be hungry, kids will be uneducated, and they won't have the proper tools in life to succeed. So you can go ahead and get richer or whatever, but then you have, you know, your counterparts and, oh, look at you, you know, you don't have any education. It's not that child's fault. Facts. And was born to a, a mother who was unable to properly take care of him or her. But no, because she was forced, she had to have this baby and, you know, do her hardest or work her hardest to care for the child. And sometimes it's just not possible. It really, like, it's, there's nothing about being a parent that is easy. And there is definitely nothing about being a parent when you did not want to be a parent that is easy. The the mental repercussions for you and your child, the financial repercussions, like we've really hit it all. And the craziest part about it is like, even so even if a woman 
does not because there 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 are different laws in different states now. But there, I think the law in Georgia is that if you have an abortion outside of Georgia and you come back, and they can prove that you did this to yourself, like you actually had an abortion, you didn't have a miscarriage, or if you induced your own miscarriage, you will still go to jail. So we're talking, what if this is some successful, you know, 20 something year old businesswoman who cannot handle a child right now because of her job? What if she did all the right things? She was on when I got pregnant the first time I was on birth control. Birth control failed me. (laughs) Like, to be very honest. Um, and I think, you know, my my story with my abortion is a different story for a different day because it wasn't actually something that I wanted. Um, looking back on it now, it was the best option, but twisted story. But my point is, what if it is a businesswoman who's successful and does all these things and her birth control just happened to, you know, fuck up and she gets pregnant and she has an abortion and you send her to jail You've just ruined her life for something that was her choice and that was a mistake. I'm not saying that children are mistakes, but she took the precautions as to not get pregnant and medicine failed her. But it's still her fault. Or even even if you have an IUD. So IUDs are supposed to be like (laughs) 99.8 effective, but there's that point to chance that you could still get pregnant with your IUD and the majority of the time it uh, results in an ectopic pregnancy which means that the baby is being uh, developed in the fallopian tube is that correct? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that is an extremely dangerous uh, dangerous pregnancy where either the baby will die or the mom will die or both of y'all are going to die and they typically have to be aborted like once they're discovered they have to be um, aborted because it's not a safe a safe a pregnancy to have to begin with so you know what do you do in that situation it's just you, know, you have to get an abortion it's unfair like you cannot in in to this point like to our point just now you cannot penalize women for something that they maybe try to prevent and medicine failed them. If condoms are not 100%, you know, effective, if pills are not 100% effective, if the implants are not 100% effective, if a vasectomy is not 100% effective, if getting your tubes tied are not 100% effective, you cannot hold a woman accountable and jail her for something that happened that she tried to prevent and outside of her control that happened. You cannot jail a woman for wanting to not birth a child that was the product of rape. You cannot jail a woman for not wanting to birth a child. If it's incest, biologically, there could be a lot of things wrong with that child. And you're going to tell a woman that not only does she have to keep a child that is probably because of rape and because of incest that then might have like developmental problems. Like the financial burden of that for something that she did not want and something that she could not help. Like this, <laughs> the world is trash. Um, yeah, shame on you, Governor K.I.B. I was surprised because he had like the final say on whether or not to pass this bill. So this is a female who I believe, I guess she put her her Republican status or her Republican Party before the simple fact of her being a woman. 
women's rights. She put her Republican Party over her women's rights, which I think is crazy. Or maybe it's the fact that she's old as shit. She's talking to these. Yo, that's what I'm saying. These people are literally making decisions that will never affect them. You're dust. You're not having no kids. You don't have these problems. You do not have to deal with the repercussions of the decisions that you're making for someone else's uterus, for someone else's life, for the rest of someone else's life. A kid doesn't go away at 18. A kid, like, the... The mental effects of having a child, the physical effects of having a child, the physical effects of going through an abortion if you have to get it back alley. Like, women are in danger in this country, and it is horrifying. The one thing that I thought of earlier is, are they doing this, uh, like, for medical... how can I describe this? Like money for medical reasons? Because now there'll be an increase of birth controls, IUDs. Um, Which is crazy because the damn pro-life folks damn near don't even want you to have birth control. They don't want the Planned Parenthoods. They don't. This, the rumor that I heard, and I feel like we can switch topics after this. The rumor that I heard was that the reason this is now coming up, one, they've been trying to do it for years, but the reason that there is a huge push for it now is because millennials are not having children. And if millennials do not have children, there becomes a shortage in the workforce. And if there is a shortage in the workforce, America essentially falls apart. So the day that they try to bring that shit to Maryland, let me tell you one city that's not having it. Baltimore, okay? That's going to be a whole nother riot, okay? See, that's going to burn down again. It is crazy. I think the birth rate in America dropped like, it's like, dropped 32% or is like an all-time low or the lowest that it's been. And so that's the rumor that this is a conspiracy to get millennials to have children so we can continue the workforce and the whole United States won't fall apart. Um, but, but with what money? These jobs aren't paying us what they should be paying us. Girl. With, um, oh, you have to have, you know, 10 years yo, of experience. Yo. College. Yo. Yo. The the actual swindle is the job market after you graduate. That is the real swindle. Um, for this entry level position, you'll need four years experience. Bert, what? <laughs> and then where's the money to pay for college? The Run price of tuition keeps going up and up and up every year. I think people said that like the price of tuition has like quadrupled, and the average like income. In the household has only went up like a thousand dollars. What? <laughs> you know numbers. what? I can believe it. I can believe it. That does sound accurate, but it it just doesn't sound right at the end of the day. It don't add up. It doesn't. I just I don't know. This is something I feel like we'll we'll have to watch it. The only positive thing out of this whole scenario is that the rule does not actually go into place for at least another six months, but they're, they are trending on and, and moving towards trying to overthrow, uh, Roe versus Wade, which is the abortion law that allows this to still happen, um, to, who allow women to have safe abortions. They are trying to take it to like the Supreme court and like really, get it gone 
um, oh, more effects well, of your... Where do I sign my signature to vote against Ghost <laughs> Where do I sign my signature to... I might have to leave Papa Bean, marry me a Canadian, and get out of here. I need, honestly, I need to go. Honestly. If anybody needs a ninety-day fiance, my DMs is open. Um, speaking of DMs, we are going to end this on a positive note. We finally, finally <laughs> have questions from our listeners. Um, we I opened up my DMs, which apparently is easier for people to send questions in an email. I don't know why y'all it goes down in the DMs. Apparently, I don't know why y'all was slacking. Y'all could have sent me an email. Same questions could have came to my email. Um, so we got a couple of response. Oh Jesus, we got more since I last checked. Hold on. Ugh. All right. So I think we're at fifty-five minutes. Uh, let's try to end this at an hour and ten at the latest. We have, no, we're not answering that this week. Somebody asked, what made you want to start a podcast? We'll save that for next week. Some of these questions. I was, I was about to answer it, but it wouldn't have been nice. Go ahead. Because <laughs> we felt like it. Girl. I'm joking. Oh, I'm my joking. God. Oh I'm my joking. God. We love you. It, it was a joke, a really bad joke. Mm. Sorry, whoever wrote that in. We will answer that question next week. Somebody said, talk about the whack-ass Alabama abortion law. Check, got that. People want to know about having kids in a business and how. All right, so some of these I'm really going to save. So the questions, do you want to answer a question about um, a best friend's boyfriend? Um, a partner who has not disclosed some information about their girlfriend? I want to answer that one. I saw that one. I was like, oh, you talk about that. Okay. And then the other question is about exes and friends. So pick two. We're going to talk about the disclosing information and what's the other one? A bum Uh, bum ass boyfriend or uh, an ex that's a friend? uh, The ex that's a friend. Lovers and friends. Okay. So first question from reader... I don't know. Um, Reader, listener, (laughs) this isn't your blog, Deanna. (laughs) Should I, she writes, should I be worried that my partner hasn't told his parents I'm black? He's white. And the boyfriend's obviously white. He's he's a whitey. (sighs) Girl. Um, me personally, you know, I thought about this question for a while because there's different factors. So it's like, one, how long have you all been dating? That's Two, the first right. Two, how, how is his family? Are they Trump supporters? Um, are they racist? Do you know them to be racist? Have you or seen like, a Confederate how- flag? Like, how bad is it, girl? You know, are they at the KKK rally every Saturday? Are they running the KKK rally? every Saturday. These are questions that you have to ask yourself. And Right, because to be honest, like and I think we do need more context, so I'll reach out to this person and ask them to give a little bit more context so we can like appropriately answer like her specific scenario. But girl, he no shade. He might not be that into you. Like if y'all have only been dating for like two or three months, I can I can understand if somebody isn't going to disclose that information to their parents. 
my parents don't really know or my mom why why should it be something that you have to disclose right that's also like that's another question we need to know how old you are because why do his parents matter like not even that but more so of this we're in 2019 mixed couples are everywhere why should it be that deep so it goes back to the you know how are his parents or how is his family where you are feeling like it might be a big deal right that you're black and he's white it might because it might not be a big deal to him it could maybe it is maybe his parents are racist and in that case girl this ain't gonna work but (laughs) maybe it's not that big of a deal to him that he feels like he needs to disclose it maybe his parents are chill about it maybe it's never come up maybe his parents don't care like there are so many variables in this situation but I will say if someone's parents are racist and you know them to be racist I personally would not put myself in that situation to even be with that person because long term, if y'all do have kids, are they going to accept your kids? If y'all do get married, are they going to give y'all shit at the wedding? Like, I just wouldn't want to be in such a hostile environment. Like, I understand that folks love each other and, you know, love is love and all that great stuff. It is for the couple. But when it's like a racist family... Your partner has to be ready to choose you over their family if they really love you. And that's that's and heavy. I'm also, I'm also a bit surprised that the mom hasn't been like, oh, you know, that's great, honey. You're dating somebody. Send me a picture of you two. Like, because mm. it seems like from this question, how the question was worded is that the parents obviously know that their son is dating somebody. But Did it just hasn't. Yeah. I feel like you, I think you're reading it right. Should I be worried that my partner hasn't told his parents? Yeah. So it feels like the parents do know that he's dating somebody, but it's like, who? Or maybe his parents aren't that invested. You also have to ask him, like, have a conversation. Is he the type of person that brings his dates home? Is he the type of person that his parents are involved in that scenario? We need more context here. We really, really do. Or maybe they already know. But it's not like a, oh, hey, babe, by the way, I told my parents you were black today. <laughs> that is an odd That's an odd conversation. I don't think I'd be worried, ready for that. Like, oh, okay, babe, thanks. Uh, yeah, we need more context. I'm going to reach out to her and I'm going to get the, the update there. But mm, I don't know. I couldn't. If it is a racist situation, I couldn't do it. You better than me. Um, question number two. Do you think it is okay to remain friends with an ex while seriously dating someone new? Girl, no. I'm I'm, I'm associates with some of my exes. I am not friends with any of my exes. And I will, I hate this question. Not because it was asked, but because I really don't get it. Like, if your ex is your ex, why are you still talking to them? Like, if what if it ended on a friendly, a friendly note? Okay, a friendly note. You have fun with your life. Bye, because we're done. Like, I'm not saying that you have to. If you see this person in the street, I'm not talking about cross the street, walk away from them, act like you ain't never known them or seen them in your life. But you don't need to be texting me. You don't need to be emailing me. We don't need to be having lunch. We don't need to be going out. We don't know. You don't need to call me. If I'm in a serious relationship with someone new, why am I seriously still friends with my past? Yeah, 
And it's not even I'm like talking about y'all being BFFs, y'all going to the movies together. Or then, w- then what are you doing? Okay, so okay, Belle. A happy birthday! No, birthday. listen, 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 because you just you here. Here's the here's the actual problem. You just said it's not like y'all are BFFs. So what is a friend? Like if you, I consider friends people that I talk to, people that I hang out with, people that I share stuff with. If, if that is not what is considered a friend or you're not doing that stuff with the person that you're, that's your ex, then why are you still calling them your friend? Then what are they really? Maybe they're just an associate, but I don't want to change this person's words. She did say friend. So friend, like y'all are going to get ice cream together type friend. Right. That's what I'm envisioning. That's what, that's what I'm envisioning. An associate is... It's your birthday, and I wrote on your Facebook wall. Damn, not even a text message. But yes, you're correct. You're absolutely right in that instance. So is it appropriate to still remain friends with an ex while you're dating somebody new? I would say no. If you're going to be friends at that level where you're talking all the time, going to the movies, the mall together, calling each other all the time, probably not and then like how would your partner feel about this that's what you really need to question like aside from what you want the scenario to be like let's say you broke up with an ex and y'all did end on a good note or whatever and y'all remain friends how does your partner feel about this like you should be less worried about you wanting to be friends with this ex and more worried about the happiness of your partner like I feel like I've been in situations where the person I was dating was still friends with their ex and it would literally be situations where the ex would text my then boyfriend talking about, oh, don't you remember when or guess where I was just at or this reminded me of you, girl, bye. Do you want to end up on somebody's missing list? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I want to murder in Bruh. <laughs> people people have disappeared for less like what are you talking about i don't want to hear no do you remember no he doesn't remember you want to know why because you're the past erased done forgotten gone peace out i just mm. and maybe we have time to we have time to leave you this last question because i have a simple answer oh what the oh okay so question number three last question oh we're actually gonna end on time we're at a an hour five yes (laughs) my best friend's boyfriend is a bum (laughs) is it my place to let her know and if so how can i say (laughs) i'm gonna reach out to this person too because i want to know how he's a bum because i'm messy so i just want to (laughs) know what i would say is girl mind your business Unless, unless your best friend comes to you saying, oh, you know, uh, uh, Tyrone doesn't help me with the rent and child support and I, I don't know what to do and blah, blah, blah. That's when you can put yourself in and be like, girl, you know, he's the bum and I think you should leave him. You could do better by yourself or whatever. Um, but until that point happens, your opinions... It's kind of like your opinions, just that. You keep that to yourself. Unless you want to, you know, unless you want to start something between you and your best friend that will probably have y'all not being friends anymore, 
keep your opinions to yourself unless she asks you your thoughts. True. I, I was actually going to ask, but then I re-looked at the question and said best friend. I was like, because what, what level of friend are you talking? Like, how how open are you to losing that friend? Um, but honestly, I feel like this with any any situation in a relationship whether it's your opinion about the person that your friend is dating or what your friend has come to you and said about that person, you have to take it with a grain of salt because somebody will come and, and I've done this before. I've complained about a guy to be and been like, oh my God, he's terrible. Oh my God, I hate him. Next week we cool. So if, if, if B were to tell me, <laughs> if B were to tell me like, um, oh girl, you're right. He is terrible. He's horrible. I never liked him in the first place. Like if she were to say that after I said he's terrible and he's horrible. And then for me to just turn around and get back with him the next week, first of all, B's going to be looking at me like this bitch. And then second of all, I'm going to be looking to be like, oh, you ain't never liked my man in the first place. Like you are just treading bad water. It, it get real, real sticky real real sticky real quick um and otherwise your friend actually might take it as you being a hater and being like oh you just mad because he ain't with you or you must be interested in him girls are finicky you can't be telling them shit that they should hear even if he is a bum you kind of have to let her like learn for herself unless she's in some real dangerous shit like if he's abusive or like some off the wall, like he's a drug dealer type of stuff and he about to get her caught up to go to jail on some scam shit. Otherwise, let that girl live. She'll learn. Exactly. She'll learn herself. Um, the hardest lessons you have to learn on your own. So. Facts. But yeah, that is it. I actually enjoyed questions. I'm glad y'all finally participated. Um, if Hi, you guys... Mommy. Oh, Go ahead. It's happened to me right in front of my face. And the DMs are popping. Finally. Okay, we're at our destination. Thank you all for listening in once again this week. Um, send us more questions if you have any so we can discuss it next week on our show. True. Uh, any announcements that you want to make? Uh, announcements. <laughs> we're going on vacation. No, I'm kidding. We're not. We'll be back at it next week, Wednesday. Actually, y'all hear this on Thursday. Damn. We record on Wednesday. So definitely just what B said. Um, if you have more questions, send them to my DMs since that is y'all preferred way of getting in contact with us. And we'll be happy to read them. Until next week, uh, peace out, guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye.